Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. This week on the MFAB Podcast, we watch 1982's Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. And we find out how old she is. So sit back and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movies from A to B Podcast, better known as the MFAB Podcast. As always, I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And thank you once again for joining us today. Oh, we, we got a humdinger for you, folks. Yeah, quite the humdinger. It, uh, it's a B episode today. Um, apparently you've been wanting to do this one for a while, right? Yeah, a little while, yeah. I wanted to do this during Halloween, but the time never arose. So we're, we're calling this our post-Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas Halloween special. Yeah. It's the holiday season. Yeah, so yeah. We can do it. I mean, it, if we can't do it in Halloween, it's better to do it in at least like a month right after Halloween than doing it in like March or April or something, you know? I mean, if you ask me, it's Halloween every month, so. Okay, that's fair. I subscribe <laughs> to the spooky lifestyle, I guess. Sure. That's why I have so many <laughs> dead animals on my wall. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Spooky season 365, forget. Fuck yeah. But, uh, all right. But yeah, today we are going to be talking about 1982's Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Best in the Sorry, series. Colon Season of the Witch. Just going to throw that out there. Best in the series. <laughs> Nothing can beat it. It is perfect. It is, it is directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. Uh, and it stars Tom Atkins, Stacey Nelkin, Dan O'Herlihy, and Michael Curie. I, I just want to say you messed up his name. It's uh, <clears throat> O'Herlihy. No, not that one. It's uh, oh. All Women Love Him, Tom Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage Heartthrob, okay. Tom Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oof. Oh, I'm just, right. you know, starting off, I'm, before we even start, I'm just going to say this guy must have been slanging huge cock. <laughs> he must have been. Like a monster fucking <laughs> pipe. Must have been dangling by his knee. <laughs> he had to have been. The, yeah. But, well, well, you'll see what we mean yeah, when yeah. we talk about this This is movie, the time but, for Oh, it, my though. God. This is the 80s. This, yeah. this is where, it's, yeah, we'll get into it. This is the early 80s, too, so we're, like, still off that, you know, 70s, like flower child type you know free love shit oh yeah free love everyone's still kind of binged out on coke <laughs> like fucking mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> this is the guy you want in your corner tom atkins yes because you know he can fight definitely even though he looks like he's like middle-aged and out of shape <laughs> you know he can like throw a few punches <laughs> and he does in the movie what was that the... family guy one what was that, that family guy the... pants fast talking <laughs> <laughs> High pants, fast talking, out of shape, in shape guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is definitely that era. <laughs> yes, the 80s this version is, this of that. Is him. Era. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, for anyone that doesn't know what this movie is, it's the third in the line of the original Halloween trilogies, trilogy, I guess, series, well, saga, whatever. Collections. It series. has. Yeah, 
it has absolutely nothing to do with Michael Myers. I, you, we whatsoever. do see him. We do see Michael Myers. We do. And this, we do. This is but, the fucking director's plan. This was his plan all along. Mm-hmm. Was fucking to create. It was supposed to be a uh, spoiler for trivia, I guess. You might have this in the trivia. I figured. But I figured you'd mention it throughout the episode, yeah. so go for it. Originally, this series was supposed to be each installation was supposed to be a different movie with a different horror monster with like, you know, like uh, <clears throat> All Hallows Eve is a newer one like that. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, because uh, the first one had the terrifier was, you know, had Art the Clown who became the terrifier or whatever. But uh, sure. the second one has some dude in a pumpkin mask. I've never watched mm, that one, okay. but I've only seen the cover and I've read the synopsis. But this was originally supposed to be like mm. that, but back, you know, back in the day. Each each yeah. installation was supposed to be a different story. And this was where the director decided, yep. hey, I'm going to try that for this one. So instead of going with Michael Myers, even though he had blown up because of Halloween 1 and 2, he decided, I'm going to try it, you know? Yep. And he made this. And yep. this is a masterpiece in its own because if you ha- did not have the Halloween name tied to it, this would be fucking a perfect 80s horror flick. Yeah. Everything you said there is completely true. I just want to correct you one bit. And you said director. Wasn't the director. We got to give props to the legend himself, yes. John Carpenter. Of course. John Carpenter did not direct this, but he wrote this. So everything you said was not the director's idea. It was John Carpenter's okay, idea. Yes. He's the one that wanted to do this. Yes. Yeah. And I would have said this in trivia had you not said this. But yeah, that was his idea. He wanted to do these all different. And this bombed. Oh, no, it bombed time. horribly. And after that. Yeah, and so bombed. after this, he was like, fuck this idea. I'm signing away the rights to this. Y'all can do whatever you want with it. See, the only reason it bombed, though, is because he made the first two with Michael Myers. Because after the first mm-hmm. one, he was such a success. He was like, oh, okay, let's yep. pop another Michael Myers movie instead of doing what he wanted yep. to do. <laughs> and this is yeah. this is the vision we're seeing. That's why yes. one of the main reasons I love this movie well, uh, among a million other fucking things that we're going to get into right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, although it is directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, we do need to give credit to the legend himself, John Carpenter, as he wrote this with Tommy Lee Wallace. Yeah. So um, this is technically John Carpenter's Halloween 3 season of The Witch. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, yeah, with that being said, well, let's hop I'm right sure we got it. lots more to say. <laughs> Let's jump into it with the uh, the title card that uh, pierced my fucking eardrums with 80s synth music. Yes, and oh my god, <clears throat> I haven't even talked about this, but uh, I've been getting hard into 80s synth recently. <laughs> Again. Okay. <laughs> I've gotten into it before back in the day with like zombie and fucking, you know, soundtrack to Dawn of the Dead, you know, all that Goblin, the band, their yep. 80s synth. Sure. But more recently I've been listening to... Uh, what Mitch Murder is the one I've been listening to, which is straight up like fucking. Okay. Think uh, Vice City, GTA Vice City. Okay. Think the music from okay. there, but not the popular stuff, but just the synth when you know you would see sure. like cutscenes and shit. Like cutscene music, yeah. sure. Yeah, and Mitch Murder is like shameless promotion, I guess, but uh, he does nothing but this like '80s synth music and it's just fucking to die for okay i listen nice. to it a lot i was I, gonna say are you 
Are you uh, borderline going out and wanting to buy a theremin? <laughs> Dude, I would love to have a fucking theremin. <laughs> just, I, I would put it in the middle of my living room and just fucking randomly. <laughs> you know? Like, there's like four more bands that a buddy of mine who's also in the 80s synth. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Cole. But, uh, nice. <clears throat> yeah, he gave me like four more bands that do either synth from the 80s or fucking. They're, they're newer bands, but they're going with the classic 80s synth. It's coming back, I think. And I feel it in my okay. bones. It's coming back. <laughs> okay. If it's not, we're bringing it back here at the Impact Podcast. Fuck yeah. I might throw some random 80s synth on here. <laughs> nice. All right. So, yeah, we get the title card right off the bat. You know, title credits, as was typical in the 80s. Yeah. Um, we don't see that as much nowadays. But, yeah. Um, we open on Saturday, October 23rd. We see this man being chased, tailed. Uh, he gets caught by some really creepy looking guys. Um, yeah, I literally called them Starts getting choked out. Yeah. I, there are these guys in suits that have no expression on their face. Um, uh, I'll tell yeah, one of the guys coming up here, I'll tell you who I thought he looked like. Um, but yeah, as this, this guy we're seeing being chased, he's getting choked out and he pulls the block on this car. And this is the slowest moving car I've ever oh, fucking totally. seen. Totally. 100% slowest. And I, I originally thought, I was like, oh, he's got this chain. He's going to whip this dude in the fucking head and it's going to be brutal and awesome. And no, no, he just pulls yeah. the block out and fucking the car slowly like creeps up. <laughs> like literally like half a mile an hour. Yeah. And it crushes this guy that's this creepy guy. And there's no way it should have been able to crush because it was clearly not moving fast enough. No, but he definitely uh, shows... Uh, "Quote unquote pain." Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he has no reaction though. Other than that, it's just fucking weird. Nope. I love it. Yep. Uh, this man escapes. Uh, he runs to this gas station where we see an attendant watching TV. Um, this, this, what the guy is watching on TV comes to play later. But it's yeah. he's watching a thing about Stonehenge. Just made me wonder what your thoughts on Stonehenge were. What are what my do, thoughts on Stonehenge? What do you think it really is? Well, yeah. in this movie, it's a fucking MacGuffin, pretty much. <laughs> yes, it's a MacGuffin. I should have realized that this from there. Check but like, off the stone. stone. <laughs> yeah. Do you think like some civilization put that there? Do you have ulterior beliefs on it? I mean, when I, th- I when I think about it, which I don't really, <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> But it's probably it's not just, your Roman Empire. No, I mean it's on a ley line, <laughs> so I know there's something funky with it. Well, I think I know yeah. there's something funky with it. I don't know what I know. Yeah, no, I I, I got no no real uh, no real thoughts on Stonehenge. I think it's aliens. You think it's actually. aliens, really? Mm, yeah. Why would they move a bunch when, of fucking when blocks we... around? What's the fucking purpose of it? How? I don't know. We don't know yet. Livers and That's pulleys, buddy. <laughs> That's how you move big blocks around. Yeah, but do you know how far those were moved? And at that time period, how fucking insanely like impossible that would have been? Hey, you can accomplish anything with slaves. <laughs> it's a true story. The views of Gavin on the MFAB podcast do not directly reflect the views of Aaron on the MFAB podcast. <laughs> The views on the Infet Podcast definitely 100% reflect the views of Aaron on the Infet Podcast. 
I don't know. I, from, I just remember learning about it in history class, and it just seems suspicious to me. Oh, like, no, it's super know. fucking suspicious. But, uh, but, I mean, if you think about yeah. if we're going into that aspect, if we're going to dive down this hole right now, which I don't think we should because we got a movie <laughs> to talk about, there could have been millions yeah. of civilizations before us. Any of these True. tools. They could have found a fucking levitation gun that just fucking, you know, they moved them around, made a fucking Jenga set, and then, you know, someone died with that gun and got tossed off in the fucking yeah. ocean millions and billions of but years go they... by fucking dinosaurs come into existence this could have been standing forever we don't know yeah. but if where would they have gotten that levitation gun aliens or super advanced <laughs> civilization <laughs> that that too if That's we're getting true. into There's this we're getting into just... atlantis we're getting into the fucking okay Arctic Circle. we will save we're, this for ramblings. we have a lot to get into if we'll we're save that <laughs> yeah we'll save this for <laughs> ramblings but yeah Anyways, um, so yeah, after the Stonehenge commercial, though, we see a commercial for the Silver Shamrock Novelties, right? The best jingle in the fucking world. Thank you. Oh, the most fucking annoying jingle in the goddamn world. I love world. this jingle. We I play this it. on my phone randomly just to get my hope spirits up, you know? Oh, we only hear this stupid song about 800 times throughout the fucking movie. <laughs> I have a count of how many, and I'll get to that at the end. I literally... Yeah. I have written in my notes a little bit later is like, oh my god, this goddamn song is fucking annoying. What about when it first popped uh, up, though? First time you heard it, what'd you think? It's catchy. Yeah? It's catchy. Yeah. Did you enjoy it when you heard it? Yeah. Yeah, you dance around a little? You bob your head a little bit? <laughs> Go along with the pumpkin on the screen? Did you do that? Because <laughs> you know I fucking did. I Maybe. still fucking do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this man, he almost dies... He kind of passes out, um, and we cut from that. We meet uh, our main character, oh, um, Dr. Don. <coughs> we, I called him Dr. Doctor D. You didn't talk about when he goes up to the gas station, when the actual guy goes no. up to the gas station. That is the most yeah. awkward fucking way to meet someone. Because even the gas station attendant later on was like, he just walked up and, you know, sounded all crazy. But if you watch the movie, he, like, runs up, grabs the dude by the fucking chest. Oh, yeah. And is, like, <laughs> screaming pretty much. <laughs> That's not just walking up. No. I feel, I think that gas station attendant was hiding something. Because we'll, we see uh, when we, we get over to the hospital here and we they take this guy to the hospital. We meet Dr. Don, Tom Atkins' character. Doc. Who I will refer to as Dr. D. I'll just call him the sexiest uh, man alive more. in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he probably made People magazines, you know, sexiest people list back then. What the fuck's that just old saying. cowboy from uh, Big Lebowski? Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott. I knew it was Sam. He's the equivalent of Sam <laughs> Elliott back then. <laughs> okay. Although Sam Elliott it's was probably still rain. Sam Elliott back then. Oh, yeah. But this guy sure. was like on par with him, I think. <laughs> You know? Oh yeah. Um, we meet him. He's uh, he's meeting up with his. Uh, I'm assuming ex-wife and his kids. Yeah, he says that a few he times. He gives them the. Sh- he gives them the shittiest dollar store Halloween masks. He's uh, trying. <laughs> he's a busy alcoholic doctor. This, <laughs> this is the only time he tries, and I'm gonna call him out every fucking time that we see this later <laughs> throughout the movie. Um. The kids are all disappointed because mom got them these awesome new masks, the uh, Silver Shamrock Halloween masks. Fuck yeah. They are like a bazillion times better. Um, but he can't go. He's got to go to a shift at the hospital. Well, he gets called in. Where? 
Yep. Yeah. He gets well. He gets a beeper, which I thought was hilarious. Then he makes a call. You know. Because beepers were a thing back then. Oh, of course. And then he takes a swig yep. out of his flask, and she's all like, oh, drinking and being a doctor. <laughs> That's real great. Yeah. Normal. It's the 80s, man. Come on. <laughs> it was. This, I'm surprised the entire time he was in the operating or in the hospital, like during with patients, he didn't have a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yes. <laughs> just one nurse carrying around an ashtray, or fuck it, just ash on the floor. <laughs> it's the 80s. <laughs> Yeah, fucking yes, they'll clean it up. It's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets to the hospital. He sees this man that we've been seeing. This man is clutching one of those masks. Um, take him into a room. And apparently ass-grabbing is okay amongst medical professionals. Oh, yeah. Dude, if there's one thing you can tell from Dr. D, is he's definitely slang that D to, like, every female we see in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, and we mean every female. Yeah, like, yeah, I have it written down. He's a fucking player. As he's walking Definitely. away, he's grabbing her ass and joking around, you know? It's like, yeah, they're going to fuck later on, yep. probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There was no HR department in the 80s, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this man in the hospital, it's nighttime. We see another one of these creepy guys that, uh, to me, looked like fucking Eric Foreman from that 70s he show. He did look a lot like an older Not version. Not Topher Grace. No. Eric Foreman. Yeah, yeah. Like an older version of Eric Foreman. <laughs> um, he puts on his OJ gloves. Yep. You know, classic isotoners. And gouges the fuck out of this guy's eyes. Oh, dude, he does so much more than gouge his eyes out. He literally rips his skull open. <laughs> he sticks his fingers in the eyes and pulls the bridge of his nose out. <laughs> you know how absolutely oh, yeah. ridiculously hard that would be? <laughs> Well, for these creepy guys, as we'll find out, not too hard. Well, for anybody. For anybody else. Yeah. Like, you cannot stick... I mean, it would be cool to see. I mean, not cool to see, but it would be fucking terrifying to see. <laughs> but it would be just to... I mean, the sheer strength you would need to just, like, crack... Yeah. I mean, you're cracking an entire skull. I mean, think yeah. about how a skull looks. You're... And, you know, in the eyes, grabbing the bridge of that nose and just pulling the entire fucking cavity out. <laughs> You were ripping the face off, literally. Yeah. And it was it was a good effect, too. I yeah. definitely enjoyed They did some really yeah. good job on the practical effects here. Yeah. Um, the nurse comes in, sees this. Dr. D uh, hears some screaming. He chases after this creepy guy. Um, how he can't run fast enough to catch this guy walking, I don't know. Well, the dude had but, a good uh, start. This creepy... Yeah. yeah. This creepy guy walks into a car in the parking lot and takes a bath with some gasoline and fire. Yeah. <laughs> and as we all know, as soon as a car starts on fire in movies, it'll explode. It, especially so. in the 80s. That was like a feature they put <laughs> yes. into every car, is that when you pour gas in it and light a cigarette, it's going to blow up no matter what. Yep. yep. Every 80s car came with a fuse that just dropped out of the glove box. So. <laughs> it's like, are you ready to blow up your car? Yes or no? <laughs> yep. So, uh... Dr. D calls home. I, I couldn't pay attention to what he was talking about on the phone other than him being a horrible <laughs> father. I was more in, invested in the firefighter that does not look at dude, all like a firefighter. Dude, this looks like fucking Jeb with a beer in his hand fucking at the bar. <laughs> like This looks like he just drew a, f a fire department shield on construction paper, taped it to a plastic hat. It wasn't... Put on a blue shirt and some yeah, jeans. Yeah, it was regular clothes. It wasn't even a uniform. Yes. It was fucking... No! 
This is like the cheapest form of stolen valor. You can. <laughs> this is like the homeless guy trying stolen valor, sneaking into a restaurant. Yep. yep. Oh, I got some red and yellow construction paper. I know the letters F and D. Boom. Fireman. Boom. Fire department. Who wants to suck my dick, lady? I'm saving lives. <laughs> uh, I love it. That, but yeah, I'm that, pretty sure he was. I say I'm pretty sure he was on the phone just being a horrible father again. Oh yeah, no, he was telling oh. the, the ex that he can't pick up his kids because two people fucking died. So that makes sense. Yep. But I love how they cut the, in this next scene. They cut to the morning of the next day, and the car is still smoldering yep. in the parking lot. Like there's been no cleanup yep. whatsoever. <laughs> nope. We're just gonna leave it there next to this other perfectly fine car, just smoldering. So, uh, Dr. D, after seeing all this, uh, well, sorry, first, the man's daughter, uh, her name is Ellie. Hot daughter. She comes in and, yeah, hot daughter. She comes in, IDs his body, um, sees his, uh, disfigured face, and IDs him, and Dr. D wants some answers. He goes to the coroner, who is a woman. <laughs> asks, I literally wrote down, a, asks, I wrote down at this point, has he fucked everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Or he's still trying to. Uh, he wants some help um, for finding out what the hell was going on. Like, what what did this guy kill this other guy for? And then why did he kill himself? So he needs some answers. Um, they, we then go to him at a bar because uh, he's an alcoholic and a terrible father. Oh, and what's so, on the TV, Aaron? Can you tell me? A Yes. This is the an ad for uh, the movie Halloween. Horror movie marathon. Michael Myers, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, indeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... This does not take place in that universe. Nope. It takes place this in a universe takes, where Halloween exists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Ellie meets him there. Um, they start investigating. She's been digging and has some questions about uh, the Silver Shamrock novelties. So, uh, of course, before they go search some more, he has to uh, pick up a six-pack and call his uh, ex-wife, tell him how he can't see his kids because he's a terrible father again. I love that he was just uh, drinking at a but, bar and then fucking goes and picks yep. up a six-pack. This he's like, oh, i got to tell, tell my wife, can't see my kids, but uh, I need my booze. Yep, <laughs> need that Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, find out where this uh, factory for the Silver Shamrock toys are. It's in this place called Santa Mira which is in the middle of fucking nowhere in California somewhere. Yep. This whole town just gives creepy vibes. Oh, hella Big Brother vibes. Like, everybody's staring. Yes. Cameras, everybody's staring at you. And it's just a small little, like, country town. It's a company town, Aaron. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, They get a hotel room. Dr. D uh, checks the ledger for some more info. I just want to point out. Uh, gas was 132 a gallon. I saw that, too. And that felt a little high yeah. for the 80s. Didn't yeah. it? Didn't it? I, but it is California, yeah. though. But I just remember growing up, and in the 90s, I've seen under a dollar. But that was in, like, Menasha, mm-hmm. you know, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Yep. California is always, like, a dollar to two dollars higher than what we are here. Speaking of which, gas is actually nice and low right now. It's 288, I think. So. Well, depending on where you fucking go. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah. This is where we, uh, we get some info. This is also where we go for it. Meet the buddy clan. Yes. Yep. I have that coming up because uh, first, Mister Cochran drives by the owner of Silver Shamrock in his big old limousine. 
And uh, as you said, we meet the Buddy Clan. Buddy, Mrs. Buddy, and Little Buddy. Little Buddy. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Little Buddy. Little Buddy's a dick. Did you yeah. Did you see when uh, he gets on his bike and rolls off, and his mom's like, "Don't go in the street," and he flips her off. Yeah, he flips her off. <laughs> Fucking eighties kids, <laughs> off, woman. It's the eighties. You can't tell me what to do. This is I, I uh, grew up part they, of this life. <laughs> you know, straight up like reminded me of cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation because yep. they pulled up in a big motorhome. Yeah, and he's all like and chipper and happy, like, and happy, like, cheery. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Name's Buddy. This is the old wife. There's little Buddy right there. It's, you're giving a fucking life story like right off the bat of meeting someone <laughs> at a motel in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh they go into their room and first thought this is about to turn into a porno <laughs> <laughs> we we've seen that he's a, a player ladies man but oh, yeah. they really lay on the fucking like sh- schmoozing big time well is this i'm pretty sure this is the point where and, he, yeah they hold on i'm pretty sure this is the point where uh he says, you know, I could sleep on the floor, I could sleep out in the car, and she's all like, oh, that would be suspicious. Where do you want to sleep? And he's like, I think you know. Or no, he says, I think that's or that's the I dumbest th- question you've ever <laughs> said, or some shit like that. And then he fucking kisses her. Yeah, something. It's just the most cheesiest, like, porno dialogue ever. It's fucking great. They kiss. Yep, we kind of cut from them making out or whatever. They... They fucked. We know they fucked. How the fuck did he move that quick, though? Did did she, like, look at his shoes and see the outline of his dick tucked in his sock or something? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I gotta give me some of that. Because this chick is it's the fucking mustache, hot. Man. Yeah, I would 100% bang this chick. And this dude is, like, an everyman. Yep. Which, which we don't see... <laughs> Nowadays, you, you see an everyman nowadays, it's like fucking Tom Cruise or fucking some, you know, 20-something-year-old yeah. fucking twerp that's, you know, hot or whatever. <laughs> this is your fucking regular, yeah. this guy's got a beer gut, he's got a fucking mustache, he's yep. starting to bald a little. <laughs> no ass. Just <laughs> fucking pancake butt, Hank Hill style. <laughs> but he is just slaying pussy left and right. <laughs> It's the mustache, man. I'm he's, telling you. He's cleaving it. I don't get it. He's throwing his dick out there, and women are just <laughs> grabbing it. I don't understand, but I love it. Um, Yeah, after this implied fuck sesh, there's a town curfew. He needs to go out and get his booze, because he's an alcoholic and a terrible father, remember? Yep. Uh, and he runs into uh, a vagrant, I called him, kind of like a homeless guy, drunkard. Yeah, I called him a fucking bum. Who, he is what he is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love his fucking line. He's like, I see you got a bottle there. I don't got no diseases. You mind if I have a swig? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's the 80s. Here, take a swig. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and who Go lets it. a fucking bum <laughs> drink your booze? Yeah. On top of that, no. why do you need an entire bottle of booze when you just bought a fucking six-pack for the drive up? <laughs> it's the fucking it's long 80s. Time, you know? It's 40 minutes. You know, you think a six-pack is going to last 40 minutes? Yeah, the buzz is starting to wear <laughs> off. I need, I need to get some grain alcohol in here. Uh, well, he probably sweated out all the booze from fuck it. So. <laughs> <laughs> he never has hangover because he's constantly slanging dick. Yeah. <laughs> all that working out. Yeah. And this bum tells him about uh, Mr. Cochran and how shady he is and... Uh, 
um, how shitty this town is now ever since he moved in. Um, and then Dr. D leaves him, and then the vagrant gets met uh, by a couple more of these creepy guys and gets oh, his oh, head oh, oh, oh. fucking ripped off. <laughs> he does. I just wanted to say what I wrote down. What did you write down? Uh, creepers get a little head from the bone. <laughs> That's much better. Yes. They get a little head because they rip his fucking head off. Um, Spine and again, all. This is straight up like Scorpion Mortal Kombat fucking... Just uh, again, excellent practical effects too. So, no, no uh, implied off-screen ripping. We see them yank this dude's head off, which is pretty gross. Yeah, brutal. Good effects. Yep. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, while the, this is going on, Ellie meets the neighbor. Marge. I guess Marge. Yeah. 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 She. And, she's uh, also a toy seller who is here to pick up more masks seller. from the Silver Shamrock. Yep. Um, and then Ellie goes to take a shower, and I was very disappointed because we didn't get any boobs here. This pissed me really off. Really hoping for no, it. More than that, you know what pissed me off in the scene? Hmm. The fact that she got out of the shower with her towel, started taking the towel off, and then grabs the entire bed sheet to wrap her wet body in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? What that kind bed? of fucking monster <laughs> decides, hey, I'm going to wet the <laughs> whole fucking bed sheet so now we don't have anything to sleep on? Hey, hey. It's the 80s, it's the man. 80s. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is where it really turns into a porno, because Dr. D returns, and they just get straight to fucking... Yeah, 100%. And we do see a like titty at this point. Yep. Yeah, we do get a little flash of a titty. We see her bush, too, don't we? I do think I, so, yeah. I remember seeing a big big bush, yeah. so It's the 80s, um, man. But at this point... I have to stop and ask myself, aren't you investigating a fucking murder of your father? I mean, what's more important? Why are you fucking this weird, apparently attractive man? (laughs) He's a superhero with a mega schlong. (laughs) And also, remember, I had to keep remembering, reminding myself, he's not a cop. Oh, no, no, he's a fucking doctor. He's a doctor. (laughs) He's not a cop. He's not qualified whatsoever to be doing any of this. No. No, not at all. Um, yeah, we kind of get a little uh, little short fuck scene, I guess. Um, and then the best part, he, he waits until after they fucked twice now to ask her how old she is. He was like, wait a minute, how old are you? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Were you questioning this the entire time? Or did you just go into this like, I'm going to fuck? That'd be like me, like going to McDonald's, eating two Big Macs, and being like, is there gluten in this? <laughs> <laughs> like, but hey, it's, it's the 80s. They didn't have gluten allergies in the 80s, man. There was no celiac disease. Statu- statutory rape laws didn't exist either. Hey, man, you get a little few beers in you, you know, can't tell the difference. Yeah, nah. Hey, if there's, if there's grass on the field, play ball, man. <laughs> Gross. Fucking no, horrible. <laughs> yes. And he's um, a doctor. Yeah, while they're... Just reiterate that. Yeah. He he just fucked someone a few times, yep. then asked her age, and this man is a physician that treats children. <laughs> treats entire families. <laughs> is an alcoholic smoker who fucks <laughs> what he doesn't know the age of females. Nope. Because he's a terrible father. Yes, and he has two kids. Yep. 
while they're having their little fucking fuck sesh. hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, while they're having their uh, little fuck sesh, uh, Marge is inspecting one of the tags that fell off one of these new masks. She's looking at it. It's got a little circuit board on it and shit. And uh, she gets fucking zapped in the face. Yes, fucking brutally. (laughs) (laughs) She, it like blows open her face. Like, picture if you like held an M80 in your nose and just let it go go off. That's what her face looked like. Picture you just gaped out someone. (laughs) 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 Your butthole's all extended. Oh, it looks like that with teeth in the middle. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh, and then, even more gross, a bug crawls out yeah. of this gap in her face. And I'm just like, ugh, gross. I just, like, I just, and then, like, crawls up inside her hair and shit. Ugh. I just like to assume she had bugs in her mouth. <laughs> she, she just stored them in there, yeah. She was a little wacky, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Marge was a little wacky. <laughs> uh, but uh, the Silver Shamrock creeps come up in their little creepy van, and they pick up Marge and take her away, and Mr. Cochran comes and kind of smooths all uh, everything over with everybody. I love it how he's talking. So everybody's like, what the fuck happened to Marge? Yeah, he's talking to him. He's all like, it was a misfire. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm over yeah. in the next building here trying to fuck this maybe 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying there was a misfire of some kind? <laughs> well, there certainly wasn't a misfire in our room. Yeah. <laughs> I fired a couple f- perfect shots, if you know what I mean. <laughs> She's just dripping over here. <laughs> that, no. Um, Mr. Cochran had just, uh, he's got this perfect, like, marketing, you know, face. Just knows how to keep everybody at ease. Duh. Don't look over here. Look at this shiny thing, yeah. you know? He's just just a smooth talker, so. Um, Dr. D calls the coroner, trying to get some information on that guy who blew himself up in the car. They still don't find any bodily remains, which is highly suspicious. Yeah, there, nothing so. but car parts. They, uh. They go to investigate the factory, they meet the Buddy family there, and they all get a tour. Yeah, they kind of get roped um, into it, which was very, very lucky for them. Yeah, extremely lucky, because again, not a cop. Yeah, not a, not cop. a cop. He's a doctor. <laughs> he's a doctor. <laughs> he prescribes you um, medication, but yeah, he's yeah. investigating. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Um did you notice they go through the factory? There's like a little museum part of it. Did you notice the racist toys? I did, I did notice a few racist toys, yes. <laughs> it's the 80s, man. Come on. It's the 80s. <laughs> That's got to be the tagline for this movie is, it's the 80s. It's the 80s. <laughs> They're getting a tour. They're seeing how all the masks are made. Um, Cochran won't take them to the final processing room, though, for some reason. Yeah, no one gets oh, to see the final processing. Trade secrets, you see. Yeah. You and your uh, 16-year-old girlfriend here can not yeah. go in there. You and Yeah. See, if you had a badge, maybe you could get in there, but you're not a cop, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but Ellie Ellie sees her dad's car though in like a little back garage or yeah, whatever. There's creepers everywhere blocking it though. Yep. 
so she can't get to it. They plan to to just leave the town at this point because they're just creeped out, bad vibes. Like hundred um, percent, I would too. I would be out of this fucking place in no time. Yeah. As soon as I saw yep. the cameras and the six o'clock curfew, six p.m. curfew. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck does that? I don't care if you're a company town. You don't tell me when I go to my house. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? I just remembered. I'm not a cop. You're not a cop. What are we doing here? Let's go home. <laughs> I'm American and my guns say different, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they plan to call the cops, but they can't call out. They can't get through to anybody outside of the town. Um, and at this point, Ellie gets taken by a gang of these creepy guys. Yeah, we don't see it happen. He he goes to the fucking office to make a phone call, which I'm pretty sure they would have had a phone in the room. You would think. It's a hotel. All hotels have phones in the yeah. rooms. Yeah. You'd but, think, but, you know, how else are the creepy guys going to get to Yeah, LA? true. <laughs> a plot device, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they chase Dr. D around. They chase him around town. In the tiniest little car, too. Dude, that, it was so cute watching that thing buzz through the streets. <laughs> Wasn't it? Oh, we got these new, uh, like, they're not forklift things, but they're like they're like stand-up lifts Okay. at, at work, and the material handlers drive around them. They're just like, you stand, and you can, like, lean back on them, and it's just a little tiny box. Okay. And you just go, and you can tow these other little things behind it. They look like the funnest fucking things to drive, and I what just the they come whizzing by me at work. What the fuck are those called? I don't no, know. No, no, what are they called? The, what they really are? They're fucking it, Paul Blart Mall Cop. What does he ride? It's not a segue. It's a segue. It's these a segue, are 100% though. segues. No, because it's, it's like it's a it's a material handler lift, but whatever. Okay, so it's a Segway S250. Look- with like a tow package. <laughs> okay, sure. They look so fucking fun, and this fucking car reminded me of them. <laughs> uh, Doctor D sneaks back into the factory because uh, they don't. He just gets away from. Him, um, goes through the toy museum. That toy museum, like, and some of the shit at here, it gives me some major House on the Rock vibes. I don't know. If oh it was no, hundred percent, dude. Did. That and uh, Volo, yeah. where we just went not that long ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. we went in that whole room yeah. with all the fucking coin-operated fucking music machines. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for anybody not from Wisconsin who doesn't know what the House on the Rock is, like, definitely look it up. Yes. It's If you're into the It'll make you feel like a kid again. Shit. Yeah. It's it's definitely a spectacle that, you know, should be seen, so. Worth the visit. Ah. And there's a, oh, there's yes. an awesome hotel nearby. I cannot remember the name of it right now. Oh, the Don Quinn. <laughs> Is it the Don the Don Quinn? <laughs> and they have theme rooms. So I've I've fucked in yes, two of do. those rooms and in the hallways <laughs> a few places. But uh, nice. It actually got busted back in the seventies before this movie came out for uh, recording people in those rooms. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, visit it's it. Still there. Get a room. Get uh, the jungle room or the fucking you know Athens room. <laughs> Don Quinn. These are sponsors of the Empire are- podcast. <laughs> They're themed rooms that have not been updated since the 70s I'm, so. I'm just saying Up Up and Away was amazing. We had a hot air balloon. It had a... Okay, hold on. Just to date this, it was... <clears throat> hold on. 2013 or 14? And the hot air balloon is suspended, so the bed moves, and they have a whole waterfall <laughs> hot tub in there. Not in the bed, but nice. in the hotel room. And in the bed, though, they had a Super Nintendo... <laughs> Oh, with shit, games son. you can play with a little TV <laughs> in your bed <laughs> that you're plowing your girlfriend or wife in. 
Go visit it. It's dirty. You'll feel terrible, but it's amazing. Yep. I can spit. It's still there. We drove past it on our way to Galena a month ago. Yeah. So it's still there. Did you see the plane out yeah. front? Yes, it did. Yeah, I fucked in that plane. <laughs> nice. True story. Okay. Back to the movie here. I was in the cockpit, if you know what I mean. Uh so yeah, Dr. D gets into the factory. He uh, gets his hands on one of these creepy guys and is able to kill it. Well, he finds finds and... the old lady first. The old lady sewing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he walks yeah. into this room and there's this old lady sewing or crocheting or knitting or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And he goes and starts yep. shaking her like you do in the 80s to get answers. <laughs> you know? Where is she? Where is she? Where's my family? And her head just falls completely off. Yeah. Terrifying, because she's not a real lady. She's a toy. She's a robot. So. Yeah, just like the other creepy guy that he, that he kills. Yeah, yeah, and not just a robot. A robot with some yellow goo inside. Yeah, I don't know what that stuff was. It was like Gak from the eighties, but like painted yeah. yellow. <laughs> it was clear Did viscous. You... It was like yeah. I don't know alien splooge. We'll call it that. I definitely reminded me i know different color and i know not robots and aliens but world's end i have have a feeling they drew inspiration from this This, for the aliens in world's end that is a good possibility and it's got the same feel because the whole town in world's end Mm -hmm. you know is like yeah overtaken yep yes god good similarity see another reason this movie is amazing it inspired (laughs) such greats as world's end (laughs) um yeah uh, Mr. Cochran and two of uh, the goons, these creepy guys, they catch Dr. D. They uh, take him to the final processing room. I love it. See. I love it. Hold on. When he's talking about, which this shouldn't have thrown me off as much as it did, but watching the movie this time, it definitely fucking clicked for me. He was mm-hmm. talking about the robot. He's like, this is a very old, you know, piece. It was, you know, made in Berlin. Of course, they're fucking German. They're Silver Shamrock. <laughs> SS. Yeah, SS. Yes. <laughs> They're driving around in little Volkswagens, buzzing around town. The whole town's yeah. locked off. This is a fucking allegory for Nazi Germany, World War II. Yeah, because isn't the, the whole town's like Irish based too, right? Yeah. So. But they're yeah. German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they've occupied, uh, you know, the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish. This this is God, this, didn't even think this of that. is totally alternate universe right now. Yep. Yep. So uh they take him to the final processing room where they can see what's really going on there. And uh remember how we talked about Stonehenge earlier? Yeah. Oh yeah. They have one of those stones. <laughs> Cuz What? <laughs> Why not? I love how he explains. Why not? Oh, when Cochran's like Yes, we had quite a trouble getting it here. And they never explained how they fucking got it there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nope. Nope. It's just like it it was here, and then uh, we blinked, and oh, look at that. We got it in our factory. Step one, find Stonehenge. Step two, question mark. (laughs) Step three, we have it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's not just any stone. It has powers. I think all Stonehenge stones have powers. See? We're on to something. According to this movie. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, Cochran gives a demonstration of these powers with the Buddy family. The old Buddy family. <laughs> Whackity schmackity do. 
they put him in this little room and they play the commercial with this annoying fucking jingle that's uh has been playing on and little buddy puts the mask on watches the it's almost the commercial time. the clock it's is almost ticking time. <laughs> it's time for the great getaway giveaway <laughs> Yeah. And little buddy's face just gets absolutely destroyed after watching this commercial with the mask on. Melts his fucking entire skull. Yeah. Uh, and then it just starts to ooze crickets and bugs and snakes. No, no. And I'm just like, ugh. It oozes bugs and attack snakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the snakes, they, they spread out and fucking, you know... Obviously, the wife, Mrs. Buddy, fucking faints, you know, because it's the 80s, and that's yep. what chicks do in the 80s. Yeah. And then Buddy himself... <laughs> Woman. <laughs> then Buddy himself gets bit by a fucking Rattler, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where was that and Rattler hiding inside that kid's face? <laughs> right? So I'm just like, what the fuck is happening here? Um, meanwhile, Dr. D is watching this, being forced to watch this, and by his reactions, I cannot tell if he's about to pass out or come, because he's just like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. Let's be fair. <laughs> he hasn't fucked in maybe like an hour and a half. <laughs> Usually he just throws his yeah. dick around a corner and gets sucked, you know, he's fine. But it's been a while, yep. so he could be rubbing his pants yeah. the wrong way, and you know? Yeah. He's not trying to. It's yeah. like I... The melted mask. It's it's like when I... Nut- the melted mask just kind of looks like a vagina. <laughs> True. It's one of those things. It's like when I nutted during The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Re-release 2000. <laughs> oh, that's when you were getting a beach in the back of the theater, <laughs> yeah. right? I'll never forget yeah. that because I can't see... <laughs> I remember that story. Reagan from The Exorcist crab walking backwards down the <laughs> stairs, puking everywhere. And that's exactly when I fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose, just... Oh my god, that's... <laughs> oh, jeez. But, uh, yeah. So anyways, yeah, we get to see the demonstration here, and this is when uh kind of realized, and we're shown that kids all over the country have these masks, and are set to watch this broadcast at 9pm, which is, at this time in the movie, a little over an hour away. Yeah, they go through this whole um, montage of just, like, kids everywhere, all over the country, and... It it was very reminiscent yep. for me. I'll just say that much because mm. I remember going trick or treating yeah. back in, not obviously not in '82 because I wasn't born yet, but you mm. know, several years later, it felt the same. You know, sure, yeah. Um, meanwhile, the coroner is trying to call Doctor Doctor D, but she can't get through, and uh, she gets attacked by one of the creepy guys. Oh no, she totally gets drilled. Yeah. Yep. Not the by OJ Dr. gloves. D. No, unfortunately. I mean, I'm sure she already has, but yep. Yeah, I mean, he's yep. he's in Santa what was it? Santa 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 Mira. Santa Mira. Santa yeah, Mira, yeah. But his dick's yeah. still in the coroner's office, giving her a little good time. <laughs> yeah. Because he is a superman with a fucking yeah. monster schlong. Yeah. You know where he's not though? Spending time with his kids cuz he's a terrible father. <laughs> Don't ever forget that. <laughs> You're gonna harp on this alcoholic fucking doctor? Yeah. Oh, Jesus! Yep, have a terrible father every time. Because again, not a cop. He does not need to be <laughs> he here a at all. He puts He's tongue depressors in your mouth and sticks his finger up your ass. <laughs> He's holding your balls and telling you to cough, but he is a private eye. God damn it! 
Um, he moonlights as a private eye, I guess. So, yeah, the coroner, unfortunately, and it's, it's, it kind of bummed me out that we didn't get any practical effects on this. It's, this is, you know, an implied, but she gets drilled in the fucking head. Yeah, they could have did a good scene and, of that. Yeah. Um, and she dies. So, <laughs> Cochran uh, takes Dr. D, ties him up, and puts a mask on him, and he kind of tells him why they're doing this. Um, he explains. goes back. Gavin, you might be able to elaborate Yeah, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, it's just he, some he ex- ancient witchcraft, right? Yeah, well, kind of. It, I mean, the original Samhain, you know, it was a bloodbath, mm-hmm. essentially. So he's he pretty much describes it as a joke on the children, because sacrifices need to happen every so many years, and now's that time. So these masks mm-hmm. are going to kill all these kids, because, you know, kids are fucking greedy little shits. Yep. <laughs> and something fucking needs kids. to be sacrificed, so <laughs> let's fucking do it. Yep. It's not like we give yeah. a shit about kids in this movie. Just look at him and his children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. You're getting Take it. Take a page from your book, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, you know, Dr. D somehow breaks free from being tied up. He crawls through the vents. Calls his ex-wife to warn her. Doesn't ask, uh, you know, about the kids. But because uh, tells his ex-wife to shut up. Yeah. Well, she won't listen to, to him that. at all. <laughs> She, yeah. He's trying to tell her, like, don't let the kids wear the fucking mask. It's a fucking, you know, going to be horrible. And she's like, fuck you, you piece of yeah. deadbeat shit. Who makes, like, probably yeah. fucking three figures or six figures. Because he's a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Who's yes. an alcoholic and a deadbeat dad. <laughs> who's also a cop. And a womanizer. <laughs> who gets so much pussy. <laughs> um, but yeah, he tries to warn her. She doesn't listen, so... He goes and finds Ellie, unties her. They uh, they sneak into the main oh, room. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I love ahead. this because what I wrote down is essentially this is a sneak level one move. If you're playing D and D, and you're like you know yeah. you have like low sneak and you roll like a kind of good number, this is what you're gonna get. <laughs> they literally take like a cart yeah. full of mass and they're behind it and it's just moving <laughs> in the background like some cartoon shit. <laughs> So fucking obvious. It's just like there's no way they should have been able to sneak. And they get right to like the main control panel and none of these people see him and he just reaches up and just bloop 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 presses some buttons. Yeah, how does he know what the fuck he's doing? They <laughs> He's just pressing fucking random shit. And I, I he saw it happen once, but I doubt he memorized the fucking sequence you need to fucking <laughs> turn on this signal that kills people. <laughs> nope. But uh, they do that, and then they go up to the, like, balcony above it and just dump a whole bunch of these tags onto them below and just fry and zap everybody that's working there. I mean, in retrospect, Um, this was a really fucking good idea because he knew the fucking chips were going to kill. So he just fucking throws them into a circle of the signal and just they shoot everywhere and kill everything, essentially. Yep. They don't kill Cochran. But he's right in the middle of it. Yeah. And the big Stonehenge rock just glows, and he's kind of just like, looks up at Dr. Dean and is like, well done, sir. I love Gives him a little clap and a thumbs up. The little golf <laughs> clap he gives, just. Yep. Like, do you remember the music video for. Uh, uh, it's Little Big. Uh, I know I've showed it to you. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the name Kinda. of it, but where they would always do the. <laughs> little clap yep mm-hmm. yes I, god I wish I knew the name of that because now it's going to bother me 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, he gives him a little clap and a thumbs up. It's like, touche, touche, sir. And then just gets zapped into fucking oblivion by, by the Stonehenge It was rock. fucking beautiful because the effects they use is they essentially turned him and then uh, superimposed like a picture of him out of a newspaper is what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just sitting there smiling. Just, <laughs> just a cardboard cutout. It was fucking beautiful, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dr. D and Ellie uh, escape out of the factory and the town and they start driving out of there. I love how the factory and, just uh, blows the fuck up after that. Yep. Just Because, you know, 80s. And, yeah. Only problem is, this isn't Ellie. It's a fucking Ellie robot Ellie's a now. robot! <laughs> and she attacks him. Um, they crash. What does he do? Does he rip her arm well, off? They, no, they crash into a fucking tree and sh- obviously they're not buckled up because it's the 80s. Yeah, so, and her arm got ripped <laughs> off and he walks around the car and he sees her you know dismembered body chilling on the ground which i'm thinking yep. he probably took a piece or two home <laughs> not gonna lie it's like that ass yeah, is looking pretty probably. pretty juice <laughs> probably <laughs> um yeah, you, you gotta think like what went through his head when he had the arm. He was like, "If I can get this to stop trying to choke me, maybe it can choke something else." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's definitely trying to choke something. It's <laughs> hmm. giving it an opportunity here. As long as, as we put it down. Oh, dear God! Yes. As long as the teeth aren't moving, I'm taking that head too. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, zombie body of Ellie just keeps trying to attack Relentless. him. Relentless. <laughs> yes. Like, even just the the arm itself is trying to choke him. Um, But uh, he does end up getting away after about three different attacks. Um, And he reaches the same gas station from the beginning. Um, Which I feel bad for this gas station attendant. You're dealing with fucking nut jobs left and right. I still think he's shady, because I I guess I didn't say. Remember when he was at the hospital and they told him, like, you could leave? How he just kind of, like turn and just like started running out of no, the no 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 <laughs> see the thing was is uh once uh jump back to the beginning once the dad the original guy in the beginning was dying his last words were they're they're gonna kill us all and after he started saying mm. that in repeat dude gas station 10 just started backing up slow just slowly backing up ah, slowly okay. backing up and then turn around <laughs> yeah it's like maybe he was spooked a little bit yeah well if this is getting shady i'm gonna dip now before the cops get here and find like this stash of you know, sticky icky on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's a gas station but, uh, attendant. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's got something on yeah. it. I lived that life for, sure. for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Dr. G gets there. He gets to the phone, tries to call the TV station and get them to turn the commercial that's going to come on in like two minutes off. Um, to get it taken off one channel, get it taken off another channel, and uh, he's trying to get it to the third channel and it just won't get taken off so he's just stop it stop it stop it stop it and we get credits fucking amazing (laughs) yeah and this is a b movie so 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 you're gonna go first yeah i'm gonna go first yeah so all right um i will say my rating has nothing to do with the fact that this is technically part of the Halloween franchise. Like I, I'm completely able to disassociate that from the others. I so hope I'm so. looking at this as a standalone film, obviously. Um, 
That being said, I'm just I'm kind of middle of the road about it. Didn't hate it. Didn't necessarily like it. Um, it's wild. Yeah. It's definitely an '80s movie. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, it just it felt long. As for an hour and a half movie, it felt long. It felt hmm. drawn out in some parts to me. The dialogue is terrible. Oh. It's very weak, especially in the porno scenes. Come on. <laughs> That's got to be the dumbest um, question you've ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does have great 80s effects, though. Good practical effects. And the 80s score definitely oh, beautiful. Puts, puts it there. Makes it very eerie. Um, as an original story, I will give it that. Definitely, you know, definitely a good story. Good movie. But it just, I don't know, just didn't do it for me. It's, so I'm giving it right in the middle of the road. Five out of ten. Uh, um, I said eye gouges because that seemed the the way to kill skull rips other robots. So five out of ten. Yep, skull rips, eye gouges. So yeah, like I said, didn't hate it, but didn't love it. Um, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, I'm middle of the road on it. So yeah. I okay. I do. I will say I have heard. Sorry, I'll let you get yours, but I have heard that this gets trashed on so much. Oh yeah, because it's part of the Halloween franchise. And I really do think it does deserve some respect. As a standalone film, it is good. It does not deserve the hate that it gets. Um, Thank you for that. It, frankly, it should it should not be tied to that franchise because um, I feel like there's some far worse films in that franchise than this. Yeah, so. definitely. If you ask yeah, me, I guess. So I, I will say that. It just should... I will put a little respect on its name. So. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit different. Obviously, you can tell by my inflection of voice and giddiness of doing this movie. Uh, This movie is so fucking out-of-pocket crazy, it had my balls in a twist the entire time. (laughs) Like, it is so 80s as fuck. I mean, this is quintessential 80s. And 80s, just the 80s in general, there's something that's timeless about the 80s. Like, more so than the 70s and the 60s, like the hippie era, and even the 50s, which has made, you know, a small comeback as, like, an era, the 80s is always the most nostalgic for most people. Because it was that time, you know, when the internet was just coming out, and you had the outside kids who, you know, grew up and became inside kids, and it's it's just got that feel to it that makes, makes it enjoyable for me, I guess. I mean, the special effects are top-notch. Not the best I've ever seen, but they're good. They're great. They're fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Ripping the fucking face off, dude. I mean, that that threw me off the first time. <laughs> and this movie has the everyman. I talked about this a little earlier. It has that this hero, quote-unquote hero, is like a booze-swilling, you know, cigarette-smoking, <laughs> deadbeat dad who's fucking any kind of pussy that gets in his way <laughs> and he's not a cop he's, no he's not a cop he's he, but he's a fucking doctor he is a respectable fucking job but mm-hmm. he's not good looking but he's like not like bad looking if you're a chick i guess i'm assuming because sure? it was that era yeah <laughs> like this was what chicks like looked at and was like oh i want to get dicked down by that you know <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and that just doesn't happen anymore. Like, like I was saying, any kind of hero you see nowadays, even if they're quote unquote the everyman, 
or quote unquote like you know like what was that movie about or any movie where they have like the quote unquote ugly chick who's actually hot oh fucking she's all yeah, that that's what you see nowadays Rachel, with Rachel Lee Cook yeah. yeah nowadays it's like your hero is always gonna be some like pretty boy fucking 20 something you know not mm. not in the 80s <laughs> not in the fucking no seatbelt wearing fucking 17 year olds <laughs> this is yeah. this is a true everyman and that that spoke to me I guess because it's just so okay. amazing um Obviously, the music is a fucking amazing. Just, uh, I love that synth, the 80s feel. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, where I landed, I'm gonna land on a 10 out of 10 split gashes. Split gashes, wow. That's probably how many he slammed (laughs) on off screen. Ten out of ten, as in inches, the size of his <laughs> monster lady slayer. Right? Because <laughs> this this guy is not good uh, looking, but he is just laying. Ten out pipe. of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten missed child support payments because he's a terrible father. <laughs> no, this is this is almost. I mean, maybe I should say nine point five, but I'm still gonna stick with ten because, yeah, it feels like an almost perfect movie for me. Nice, nice. The campiness, Solid. the gore, the fucking fun. It's and just the just the blatant like out of pocketness is worth a watch. Hundred percent worth a watch. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've been this far off on a rating in a while, so it's kind of interesting. So, mm-hmm. um, I will, I will definitely say I'm not not recommending this. So, just saying, like, if you want to. It's worth the it's watch. It's 100%. Go beat up a child, take his lunch money, and fucking rent this movie. <laughs> Be 80s. <Nice>. <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's see what the critics had to say about it. IMDb gives it a 5.1 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Gav, you're not going to like this. The Tomato Meter gives it a 50%, so right there with me. The audience score out of 50,000 ratings only gets a 28%. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, like you had said earlier, it gets shit on a lot, and it it shouldn't because it's not a typical Michael Myers Halloween movie. It shouldn't be tied yeah. to it, and yeah. a lot of people just get butthurt over that. And it kind of sucks because it, yeah. it's a standalone, beautiful project. I feel like if it just had the Halloween 3 ripped away from it and this was just called Season of the Witch... I feel like that would give it a lot of people would respect this a lot more. But to be fair, there is a pretty deep cult following for the people who do like this movie. Like I, I actually sure. have a yep. lapel pin that I picked up at the gas station where they filmed the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They had a bunch of memorabilia for different movies and shit. But I did pick up the uh, the pumpkin, the silver shamrock pumpkin. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. I will say that uh, it did win one award. I'll get into trivia here, I guess. But it did win an award for better, nominated for best cover art. So I will give it the cover art is it pretty badass really cover, on this yeah. too. So yeah, um, but yeah, as always, got some fun trivia here for you. Um, see, the, this movie was novelized. The novelization was published in 1982 by science fiction writer Dennis Etchison um, under a pseudonym. 
Um, but despite the movie's critical failure, the book became a bestseller and was even reissued two years after the movie's release. I may so. have to go find this book now. I'm going to order it <laughs> as soon as we're done recording. Nice. Um, and the scene where uh, Dr. Don, or Dr. D, is running through the ledger at the hotel when they first get there, he scans the list. A bunch of the other names in there are most of crew, names oh, of the people nice. on the crew. Uh, the original molds that, the, of the masks, yeah. they were mass-produced by a studio company and sold to retail stores to promote the movie. So you might be able to go oh, buy you can one still of those buy on eBay somewhere. If I, there's also like a NECA line. You know NECA toys. Yep. Like they do the movie toys they have like uh one with the three there's uh you know pumpkin the witch and the skeleton and there's actually like like i said i got a lapel pin of the pumpkin there was also a silver shamrock logo one and there's also a silver shamrock it's a wallet that looks like a tv and it's got the pumpkin right in the middle you know when it was flashing ah nice yeah yeah nice all right there's some uh locations parts of the settings here that were reused from other movies so if some of the things in this movie looked familiar to you the small town of santa mira california was also the setting for invasion of the body snatchers oh, from 1956 nice. old school and the gas gas station seen in this movie can also be seen in john carpenter's 1980 movie the fog which i have still to watch just a quick question did you add in uh, your point for tits I okay. did. I, yes. Just making sure that was tallied. Because yep. there was a titty. I did, yes. A titty that got sucked on. Yes. Possibly underage yes. titty, but it was a titty. <laughs> <laughs> ah, here it is. There is one other tie to the Halloween movies with this movie, other than seeing the movie ads in the, in the uh, whatchamacallit? TV ad. On the TV <laughs> yeah. in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Voice... Of the intercom in the town yeah. that's uh, telling the curfew and the voice of the operator on the phone when he tries to call out is none other than Jamie Lee Curtis. Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's some fun trivia for you. If you're craving more, go out there. I'm sure there's tons more to find, but that's what we will give you here today. Um, Gavin, any final thoughts on this before we wrap her up? Um, yeah, you should, uh, get yourself a six-pack, don't buckle up, drive out to the nearest small town, and, you know, plow a 17-year-old. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. you're a doctor, goddammit. Oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, while you're doing that and forgetting about your kids, you know, if you're going to be a terrible father... <laughs> You should also go find us on the social medias and uh, look us up. Give us a like, follow. We are out there and everywhere. Find us on Instagram at MFAB underscore podcast. TikTok at MFAB underscore pod. Find us on Facebook, Movies from A to B or MFAB podcast. Hit us up on our hosting site, mfabpodcast.podbean.com, as well as our Gmail, mfabpodcast.gmail.com. Send us all your recommendations. Talk shit to us. Any other feedback you'd like to give us, we'd love to hear it. Uh, from you on there and we will definitely give you a shout out and you know while you're doing all this stuff you know looking up our 
wonderful social media, you should uh, look at that app you're playing this on right now and uh, hit that little five-star review. Give us a good little, say something nice, you know, bumps us up, up the charts, gets us seen more, and keeps us doing, you know, all the stuff we love doing for you, which is make this beautiful podcast, because we love you, and we will always love you. Yes, we love you all very much. So, with that being said, I think it is about dinner time for me. don't know about you, Gav, but I am ready to wrap this one up. Hope you all enjoyed Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. And we hope to see you again next time. As always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And peace. Boom. <laughs> next time on the MFAB Podcast. We have too much fun to handle. So until then. That's a wrap. Cut.